Welcome back to Divorce Confessional. My name is Claire, and I just want to take time today to talk about how to find inner peace amid the chaos. Um, for me, this has been probably two years coming. Um, I think for me, finding inner peace and finding joy and happiness within myself came when I was in my marriage. And I say that as a question, but I know that's when it started because when I was in my marriage, I was actually pretty alone. Um, and I think a lot of people will admit this if they've gotten divorced and, you know, not admit it if they are married. But if a marriage isn't good, if you don't have that, that partnership, that relationship with someone else, or maybe you did have it and you don't have it anymore, um, it's a real sign your marriage is in trouble. It's a real sign. I know you've lost sight of yourself and who you are. And I think for me, that was my turning point in my marriage. It's like I really realized, A, how unhealthy it was, and B, you know, I'm trying to force a relationship with someone who doesn't want to be in one. Um, and that was really hard for me. But coming out of that, being on the tail end of my divorce... Um, I can look back and really say, you know, my, my journey to joy again, my journey to finding happiness really came from, you know, inner peace. And I just want to explore that today and, you know, how I found inner peace in a really chaotic time in my life. So if that interests you, keep on listening. My journey to inner peace, I think, started with my ability to be okay being alone. And I think that's such an important thing to learn. I was talking with my one friend about it. She's single, and um, for the first time, she's looking at buying her own place. And we were just talking, you know, about that and how exciting that was. And I was telling her, it's like, you know, I think living alone, because she never lived alone before, you know, since my divorce happened, and um, I've been on my own for over a year now, just the joy I have found in living alone is pretty incredible. It's great. Like, I went from having, you know, living with my family to having roommates always. Um, this day and age, I feel like that's really common. Um, to being married and, you know, having, you know, the ultimate roommate, someone you're sharing your life with and not to have that anymore has been new. Um, but at the same time, it's been really good for me. It's been really good for me to get acquainted with myself, you know, often in the, the blur and everyday, you know, craziness that is married life. Um, we don't have time to ourselves. We don't have time at the end of the day, especially at night. That was hard for me at first, you know, to sleep alone, totally alone. Um, but I grew to love that. I grew to love the quiet, the mindfulness I could appreciate at night, you know, after my son had gone to bed. Just the feeling that, you know, I didn't have anyone to worry about. It was just me and my book or, you know, my Netflix series I wanted to watch that I couldn't watch with my son present. Um, just stuff like that. I think my my journey to inner peace is really aided by the fact that I was living alone. I really enjoyed being, you know, my own best friend. 
at the end of the day, um, it was really meaningful for me and really good for me to connect to myself, you know, again, on that level. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. And I wouldn't even say a lot of people, but I know, you know, by circumstances, they have to move back in with their parents or maybe in with a friend. But I would just encourage you, you know, if you're leaving a marriage and you were at this crossroads, it's like, do I have a roommate? Do I go back to live with my friend? Do I, you know, try to live on my own? What do I do? Uh, my recommendation is always to try to live on your own. Um, because this is an intense time for you. This is an intense time of pain and healing and growth. Um, and you know, after a year I can really look back and be like, wow, I'm so glad it was just me you know, crying into my pillow that night. I'm glad I didn't have, you know, my mom or dad or roommate there. And for some people that might be a good thing. But for me personally, I think living on my own brought a, brought about a healing in a, in a big way that I don't think I would have gotten living with someone else during that time. And, um, it really helped me find inner peace in the way that it helped me like myself again you know, when it's just you and the voices in your head, you learn to catch them when you're being mean to yourself. Because other people can be mean to you, but we can be really, really mean to ourselves. And especially leaving an abusive situation, you know, I was used to him saying mean words. So when he left, there was this emptiness that was there. And I could have filled that with, like, good, positive, affirming words for myself. Um and I feel like living alone provides you with an opportunity to, you know, sever that unhealthy living situation and put what you want into your own life. So words of affirmation, you know, what you're good at. Um, at the end of the night, I like to think about, you know, the things I'm proud of. And I think about my son and, you know, what he's doing in school and the 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 growth he's made as a person and you know, how he's maturing and questions he asks and things he's done that are really kind, like I'll think about and, you know, just really give yourself credit, especially when you're newly single for the things you're doing. It's like, even if, you know, all you did was go to the grocery store that day, you went to the grocery store that day, you didn't have a breakdown, like, there should be more positive reinforcement for the times when it's really, really hard, when we just get out of bed, when we just go, you know, do the simplest thing. And when your life is falling apart, and often that feels the case when you're, you're newly looking at getting divorced, you know, it is so important and so admirable, you know, get, to get out of the bed in the morning to face, you know, the world every day. And I just want to encourage you to take time, especially if you live by yourself, to foster a sense of positive positivity and positive words back into your life um for me that really helped I think the second thing that really helped me aside from living on my own for a while was you know learning to discern the kinds of friends in your life. It's like, is this someone I can tell everything to? Is this someone who's more an acquaintance, you know, um, and separating the two. Cause when I was going through my last two weeks of the divorce, 
I was utterly, you know, dumbfounded that the people I thought would be there weren't there. You know, even my family. It was really apparent to me when, you know, on my final court date, I was texting one of my best friends from college who we reconnected, you know, through all this, and she was texting me, and um, my other friend from college, you know, the same friend group, she was texting me and messaging me, and she was in Japan. She was in Japan. Like, I can't stress how impressed I was that these women, that these girls were here for me when, you know, we've been in and out of each other's lives for 10 years now. And the fact that they would still show up in a very real way on the other side of the world for me, you know, that transcends everything. And then like the local friends I'd met that I thought, you know, I could trust and stuff, they didn't even show up. They didn't show up. They didn't, you know, they knew what was going on. They didn't check in. My own sisters didn't care. And it was like, I've really learned, you know, to find inner peace in the chaos, to bless and release. And I say this in love. It's like, I love my acquaintances. I love people who are genuinely like good people. They just don't know how to be there or they weren't there for me. And I, I think through all this, I love myself enough to know that I was worth it, to know that at some point they probably made a choice, you know, conscious or unconscious, whether they, they physically couldn't, you know, be there for me that day, or they chose not to because they weren't in a place where they could. And there's just this big healing and peace for me personally that has come from blessing and releasing the people who aren't meant to be in your life at that point. It's like my way of just in my head saying, okay, I appreciate you for what you did for me. You know, we hung out sometimes. It was great. It was really healing, but that may be, you know, the, that may be the, the high point of your relationship with this person you know, maybe it's dwindling, maybe it's on the downside, maybe it's just phasing out of your life, but for whatever reason, this person isn't in your life in the way that you hope they would be. And I think for me, peace comes from, you know, blessing them. It's like, thank you for what you did. I'm going to let you go now, as in, I'm not going to put myself through pain or, you know, racking my brain I'm just going to accept it for what it is and release it and not think ill of it. And I think that's what I, I used to hold on to so tightly. It's like, what did I do? What did I say? Are they mad at me? But now it's just, you know, this person wasn't there. It's a shame they weren't there, but I hope they do okay in their life. And then I kind of like release that negative feeling, the what if, the the why questions, you just kind of release that. And, um, that is so, so important, especially if you're a person like me who values friends, who values friendships. And if you're loyal, like I am, it's like, I will go through hell and high water for people, but there are some people out there who that's not, you know, how they define a friendship. Um, doesn't mean they're not your friend. It just means that they can't be there for you in a way that you'd hoped and you got to let, you know, let go of that hope, um, at least for them. So I hope this helps someone, but I did find a lot of inner peace with that. Just 
acknowledging the people that are supposed to be in your life and letting go of the ones who aren't. And I think Maya Angelou has this quote that I heard recently that I'm, I told my son about, and it's, um, people are in your life for, I think three times. One is for a reason, a season or a lifetime. So when people come into your life for a reason, it could be to teach you something. It could be to teach them something, whatever it was, there was a purpose for a season. I think these were the friends that I had to let go of. It's like, by the time I was in a better place and my divorce was getting final, they weren't in a place where they could be there for me. So, you know, our friendship had seen its season and it, it was a summer friendship and it, it's fall now it's gone. Um, and then the lifetime friends, you know, hopefully those are my friends who came back into my life after 10 years and we're still going strong as if, you know, we never went our own ways. And I think a lot of my inner peace from the divorce, from getting older comes from that, you know, just letting go of people who aren't meant to be in your life, um, for whatever reason and just not holding on to bitterness, just, you know, letting them go and hoping they do well. Um, for me, that really helped. My last point today is going to be with, you know, this whole title is on finding inner peace in the chaos. And I think I'm going to tell you guys about a promise I made to myself. And I know that sounds a little weird, but when you get married, you make this promise and all these, you promise a lot of things, a lot of feelings to someone else but when you get divorced I feel like there should also be a ceremony you know where you're if if when you get married is when you declare love for someone else getting a divorce should be is when you declare love for yourself it's like I love myself too much to be in that relationship I love myself too much to be hurt like that um and so when I was going through all this. I promised myself I would be okay by not being okay. You know, I wasn't going to do what I did in the marriage and keep, you know, this, this face up. I don't do that anymore. And that makes people uncomfortable. Um, and those people, I wish them the best, but you know, when you're going through an abusive marriage and you don't tell anyone, I feel like it really hurt me. It really isolated myself. And so getting out, I made the promise to myself. It's like, I'm not going to do that again. I'm not going to isolate myself. And I still do sometimes. It's like if someone asks, oh, hey, how are you? I'm like, I'm fine. How are you? But with people who are closer to you than that, just be honest. <laughs> like, I know it sounds so stupid, but just be honest with yourself. It's like, I'm not okay today. Or I'm really angry today. Or I'm really upset about this today. And I'm going to let that go. But it's okay to feel that emotion right now. It's okay to, you know, fully accept the fact that things in your life might not be fair or right. Um, I have cried so many tears over the fact that it's like there is no, there is no 
justice. There's no justification in this. Sometimes the pain that's in my life right now is just pain. And, you know, I'm, I might not live to see it made right. And I think that's been the hardest part of it, of finding peace for me personally, is just the acknowledgement that, you know, what happened isn't right. What he says or does that really hurts, you know, on purpose still isn't right. Um, but I'm not going to get to see, you know, I'm going to have to be okay living with things not being, not being fair. You know, and fair is a hard word. Fair is like the F word when it comes to divorce. It's something you just don't talk about because at some point, you know, it's not going to be fair. It's not going to be amicable. And so many people have asked me, you know, it's like, well, I hope your divorce is amicable or something when they know he beat me. And I just try really hard not to laugh in them, like, in their face. <laughs> because it's like how, you know, shallow to think that. I mean, maybe everyone hopes that, and that's just the the new, well, I hope you're feeling better sort of thing to say to people going through the divorces. Well, I hope it's amicable. I hope you guys get along okay. You, you know, for the kids, but not, like... No. <laughs> it's like, I just feel like there needs to be more knowledge to other people. It's like, what to say to someone who's grieving? What to say to someone who's going through a divorce? Just be like, I, I hope you're doing okay. Or let me know if there's anything I can do to help. That's better than assuming, you know, something that's not true. Or there are just so many thoughts and feelings and hurt that comes with getting divorced it's like if you know someone getting divorced just check on them you know just genuinely see how they're doing maybe they say they don't need anything because I say I don't need anything but I would really appreciate you know just a text being like hey I'm thinking about you today I hope you experience joy today or um you know, I wanted to do something to help you. Can I make you a meal this coming week? Or something. Just something. It doesn't have to be an offer of anything more than, hey, if you need to talk, I'm here. That's it. Um, but that's my promise to myself, and I think what's helped me get through a lot is that it's okay not to be okay, and it's okay not to pretend things are okay if I'm really, you know, really struggling um, and, and, you know, it's not for everyone. Maybe some people are more comfortable, you know, pretending they're okay. But for me personally, I think it was triggering for me to pretend because for so many years I pretended so he wouldn't, you know, get hurt or I would protect, you know, my abuser by pretending things were okay. So... That's just my, you know, two cents on the matter, but, um, if you can relate to that, I just hope, you know, this makes sense and maybe someone out there will hear it and, you know, maybe this will help someone. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to talk to me or, um, 
want to hear my opinion about anything regarding divorce or, you know, what I've been through, feel free to leave a comment. Um, and yeah, thanks so much for listening.